0: Hey there friend, I know, I know, I've been gone. I'm sorry, I have been so busy, but I hope that you can accept my apology and um, we can catch up. Is that okay with you? Cause we got a lot of catching up to do. Are you ready? What's up beautiful people? Welcome to season two, The State of Blossoming with your host, me, Tanaj. I'm a violence prevention educator, the founder of an anti-domestic violence firm called Light to Life, and a best-selling author. I've been in the criminal justice and victim advocacy now for eight years, and I wanted to create a space where I can bring everything and everyone that I admire together in one place to leave you with some inspiration, some motivation, and dropping you some gems to have topics and conversations that you normally wouldn't have within your circle. So get ready to hear some real life experiences with real people about some real shit. Let's get into it. All right, so I know I've been away for some time and I've been away for good reason, right? I've been working on a lot of important projects that we're going to really be diving into. And so I want you to think about this episode as, you know, you're getting together with your friend, a coworker, family, whoever, your homie, a close friend, and we're just catching up. Because that's what I think we really need to do, is we really just need to catch up. And so I've been away because I have been working on a few grants, And for anyone who works in the nonprofit world or has their own business, whatever it is that you do and you wear all of these different hats, then you know you have many things to juggle. And I've been trying my best to do all of those things and I've been successful in one of them and I'm really, really happy. And so I am just humbled and excited to share this news with y'all. So are y'all ready for this news? (laughs) One of my biggest projects that I've been working on is Light to Life has applied, did apply, past tense, for a grant in partnership with a national nonprofit organization called From Prison Cells to PhD. And if you're not familiar, I'll put their info in the chat, in the uh, podcast notes. But I want you to know that Get to know them. They work with people who are currently incarcerated, with individuals who are formerly incarcerated around reentry, around mentoring and educational counseling. And I was the former program director at that organization about a, a year ago before I decided to take on Light to Life full-time and never look back. And, you know... The Executive Director, Humble Plug, Dr. Stanley Andres knew the work that I have done with light to life and everything that I've been doing, um, you know, for the past decade now almost, in supporting survivors of intimate partner violence and really creating safe and inclusive space, inclusive spaces, excuse me, for survivors. And the two of us decided to bring our forces together to create a women's cohort. And, you know, all of those things came together for what we're about to discuss today. And so I was contracted with them to work and develop their women's cohort programming through my program, Lights to Life. And All of those things have come together for this very moment where we have just been granted a $20,000 grant at the Johns Hopkins Bloomberg School of Public Health. Everyone clap to it, please. Snap, 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 snaps. (laughs) Because this is something I'm really proud of. This is something that I am so humbled about, because you know what? Hard work pays off. You ever just put your soul into something, put so much time and energy and commitment, and then when you actually see those things to come into fruition, it's just like a big breath that you can finally take, and it was all worth it, right? Because hard work pays off. It really does. And so I'm really excited to announce that this project was a success and the marriage between light to life and from prison cells, a PhD, this joint proposal was approved from the Bloomberg American health initiative for funding to research on supporting justice impacted survivor re-entry program. Wow. That's all I can say. And that's the end of the show, y'all. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, I want to talk a little bit more about this project. And the reason I want to talk about this project is because maybe you know someone in your family, a woman or someone who identifies as a woman who is directly impacted by the carceral system, right? Maybe you have a sibling. Maybe you have your mother, your aunt, your sister, right? Maybe it's just a friend where you know that they have been impacted by the carceral system or they've been incarcerated or they're formerly incarcerated. And so I want you to pay close attention to this because this could potentially be an opportunity where this program can support them or this program can help them. And so I'll link in the podcast notes, different ways of how people can get involved in the women's cohort, it's a free program. Uh, that is supported by From Prison Cells, a PhD, and Light's Life is facilitating those workshops. And so I am so honored and humbled to just lead this project alongside my wonderful dream team, as well as an advisor um, who I will plug in here as well. We're going to be working with the one and only Dr. Carolyn Suffren. And I'm really excited about this because her research interests are around reproductive health for women who are incarcerated, um, as well as just supporting women and, and, and specifically in this field. And I want to also humble plug um, another big support of our project, uh, which was also Dr. Siobhan Halliday. And so she was a really big help in all of this. Uh, these professors, I'll link their information um, in the, uh, in the, um, in the chat notes for you, if you're interested in learning more about them and their research interests, but they have just been so pivotal, especially with all of this um, and creating all of this to, to really begin to develop this research and bring it to life. And so with the research, it will really begin to censor the voices of, women and anyone who identifies as a woman who is justice impacted and who are survivors. The project is entitled, They Are Survivors Too. So it's gender responsive programming for justice impacted survivors of intimate partner violence. And so what we're gonna be doing, tune in, because this is where the people that you know in your community can help to continue to inform this research we're gonna be applying a rigorous methodology to evaluate the impact of Light to Life's programming for survivors who are just as impacted of gender-based violence. And I truly believe that this research project will begin to set the standard for gender-specific programming for women's reentry. So I want y'all all to stay tuned for more updates as we continue to, to develop this. Because again, we are going to be providing um, compensation to women who are interested in furthering to develop our research and to really center their voices and to hear their experiences as to why it's important to have gender-specific programming um, inside of uh, incarceral spaces. And maybe the lack thereof, right? And the reason that we're doing this is because through our research and what we have been finding and what is to be known is that there is a huge gap in gender-specific programming for women. And often in conversations, when we talk around incarceration, women are always in afterthought. And a lot of reentry programming only really focuses primarily on recidivism, but there are really a lack of programming that are ran by survivors themselves, as well as survivors who have also had experience with the carceral system or have had a parent who have been experienced with the carceral system and really address healing holistically. Right, And so the goals of what we're really looking for um, is to evaluate the programming that the women are receiving through our women's cohort, but also to look at the outcomes, such as their interpersonal skills. So making sure that the program increases their self-awareness, creates meaningful, positive behaviors for change, increases their self-confidence, gives them a sense of hope, Secondly, also evaluating their interpersonal skills. So really looking at their increase of use of healthy relationship skills, their overall well-being and satisfaction in their relationships, as well as having a positive impact on like parenting and family reunification. And the third part that we're going to be looking at is reduced violence victimization whether that's physically sexually emotionally um or even stalking as well as looking in their attitudes right so like looking at attitudes that accepted violence in relationships and looking at the reductions of those attitudes and reductions in substance abuse and so all of those goals of the program are looking at we're looking at those as goals and outcomes Because part of the women's cohort and what this partnership has created through Light to Life and From Prison Cells, to PhD, is we have been working on survivor-centered workshops. And so Light to Life has been providing these workshops since last year. And we've had over, over 400 women nationally attend. And from that, the series just really focuses on creating healthy interpersonal and interpersonal skills. And we've been developing an online community that really cultivates a connection to sisterhood, right? And it's co-led by women who are leaders in the program. And most importantly, what we've been doing too is creating this virtual healing room where women who are participants have access to resources and information um, and knowledge to better assist them throughout their reentry and healing journey. And so these are the different programming parts that we're providing and the evaluation. And so I'm providing this information to you because I want you to share this share this episode with anyone in your community or in your family or just in your network that you think would really be interested in being a part of this to really center their voice, to uplift why we need gender-specific programming for women who have been incarcerated. Because y'all, when I say that this is really important on so many different levels, it really is. Because what the potential that this project can do is something that it's assessing and, and evaluating something that is an innovative program, something that's not really been done before, the way that we're doing it. And really what we are doing is addressing a global public health crisis that disproportionately impacts women and impacts women who are survivors. And women who have been tied to these systems of incarceration and so really important work where this has the potential to not only continue to strengthen um, Johns Hopkins uh, Bloomberg School of Public Health initiatives and efforts, but also really having an impact to scale this in different ways, whereas we can have an impact on policy, right, and to help to improve resources and conditions for women who are survivors and justice impacted. And this also has the potential where this can come into a bigger study, a larger study, uh, to evaluate and further improve the different interventions women who are justice impacted as well as who are survivors. And so there's so many opportunities here that I really think are important to share with y'all. And that's why I'm sharing it with you. I'm not sharing this to just be like, Hey, look, we just want all like this money, la la la. Like I'm sharing this for a very specific reason because you just never know how what you're doing in your life or the work that you're doing can support someone else. And so I wanted to share this because I want you and I encourage you, if you're listening this and if you're sharing this to other women or to people in your community that could benefit from this, because this has the potential to shift the narrative around how we view women's incarceration. And again, right, like there are, so many women who are incarcerated, who are mothers and who are daughters and who are sisters. And I bet you, if you're listening to this, you might know someone who has been incarcerated and who who is a woman. And maybe, and most likely, that woman has also been a survivor of violence because studies show that over 80% of the women who are incarcerated are survivors of human trafficking, domestic violence, sexual assault, they are survivors too, right? And so I encourage you again, please share this episode with someone in your community that could benefit from this or just share the information so that people can stay up to date and continue to share the work that we're doing. Because we are currently active and we are pushing through with our research now that we have been approved for funding. And I am so excited to be a part of such important work And to be working alongside some amazing people in the process. So this was my catch-up. And I hope that, you know, this catch-up was something that you continue to share. And again, I apologize for the wait. But it truly, I hope, hopefully it was definitely worth it. And hopefully this can be something that could be helpful for someone you know. So, without that and all that being said, feel free to connect with me. I'm going to put my information in the podcast notes. If you do know someone, or if you want a little bit more information about our research, I'll put that in there as well. But again, you know, I've been gone for a minute, but I'm back. I'm back, and I'm always coming back with some information, always coming back with some resources and just things that, you know, I think can continue to help build our communities and to support our communities and to really center the voices that are often overshadowed. So I hope you take this as information and resources, right? But I also hope that you look at this as a motivating piece to not give up on your dreams. If folks who have been listening to me and been following me You know that I have had my business light to life now for almost a decade, and it's been my baby. I've been growing it, nurturing it, ups and downs, doubts, insecurities, learning to become a business owner. All of these things and trying to keep through while being a daughter and a fiance, a dog, mom, all of these things, right, that life just kind of throws at you. And it has all been worth it. And so if you are someone who is starting a new project or you have something that you're not too sure you want to start because you just don't really know how to start or you just don't know how people are going to perceive you or maybe you have insecurities about that business or that idea and you don't know how people are going to take it. Or maybe you feel like, I don't have enough people On my platform, or I don't have an email list or enough followers on Instagram to develop my business, whatever that is. Like, if that's you, I want you to know that you really have to trust the process. You really do. And, you know, working on something that is yours takes time. It takes time, and it's something that you practice your craft, and it's something that you do literally every day. And I will say, with myself, if it's not something that fulfills you spiritually and emotionally and gives you reason to wake up or, you know, makes you some really tired some days and frustrated, right? Like, why are you doing it? So always start with your why. Why are you doing this? Why are you doing it? And that will always center your motivation for you to, grow for you to continue doing what you're doing. Because my why is because I know the work that I'm doing is bigger than me. And I know that someone listening to this, it can help someone. And I know that it's going to have an impact on at least someone. And I know someone sometimes really needs to hear these stories or sometimes people really need to hear different resources or sometimes people need to just hear that you can keep going and you got this and it's going to work out and it's going to work out exactly the way it's supposed to. Just continue to be disciplined, continue to work on your craft every day. And even on the days that you're not feeling like yourself or feeling just tired or overwhelmed, just take a breath. Inhale and exhale because you're going to get through it. And trust me, it's so worth it in the end. Walk in your purpose, everyone. And again, I appreciate your loyalty and your commitment to just continue to be a part of this community that we have been building. So thank you all so much. So with that, everyone, I hope this was helpful. I will be back with another episode soon. I promise. Please share this and Sending you so much love and light. Thank you all so much. Talk to you all soon.